Welcome to Sea Time, everybody, the off-road show that brings you all the results, news, and online shenanigans that make being online a good time. We'd like to say thank you to Fly Racing for their support of Sea Time. Please go check them out at flyracing.com. Hi there, welcome to Seat Time presented by Fly Racing. As you can probably tell, I do not have a mustache. Um, I'm Jordan Bailey, your host for the evening, and uh, this is my husband, Cooper Bailey. He's got a mustache, so we thought he'd take place of Brian this evening. But um, Brian is currently out on another Baja adventure. Um, he's out doing the uh, Rip to Cabo, so he decided, let's see how nervous we can make Jordan and let her host the show this evening, so... Um, bear with us. It might it might be interesting. I'm not sure. Um, hopefully, Cooper will keep us uh, chatty and moving. But um, seat time is brought to you by Fly Racing. You can check those guys out at flyracing.com. Um, we also want to thank Kenda Tires. You can uh, check out all their tire goodness at kendatire.com. And of course, thanks to Stillwell Performance, stillwellperformance.com. Um, we'll chat more about our sponsors later in the show. Seat Time is archived on the site at seattime.co. Um, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snappy Chat, all the social medias. Um, you can look us up. We'll be there. Um, if you're not watching us live, you can grab the audio version on Stitcher and iTunes. Um, if you are watching live, jump in the chat room. It's at tlk.io slash seattime. We like to chat with everybody. If you have questions, post them. We'll ask them to our guests. Um, just a good way for you to stay involved in the show as we're going through. Um, as I said, I've got Cooper here with me. He's got a lot of knowledge in the racing uh, world. He's been racing a long time, uh, much faster than me, much more knowledgeable than me. So, uh, Cooper, what have you been up to? Well, uh, a lot of work, just riding here and there, but uh, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, tonight we're going to be talking to Jimmy Jarrett. Um, he raced the OMA this past weekend. It was the first round in Memphis, Missouri. Um, the OMA started with a new format this year. They did um, going on two 45-minute moto format, similar, I think, a little bit to the J-Days, but very, very new to the OMAs as they're mostly known for their difficult technical tracks, um, longer races, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how that went, um, what Jimmy thought of it. Um, Jimmy is a four-time OMA champ, so uh, his input, I think, will be really really useful really cool jimmy also got third this weekend out there so he was up there mixing it up with the uh, top guys um and we actually we have jimmy on the phone right now jimmy can you hear us yes i can all righty so tell us a little bit um first of all just catch up catch us up on what you've been up to what have you been doing um racing wise life wise what's what's been going on well i uh i've uh born and raised on the east coast in ohio and actually moved to idaho about a year and a half ago so i've been uh spending my time out here and uh got into snowmobiling and snow bikes and been doing that a lot this summer and uh something new and something crazy that i've been uh got myself into but been having a blast with that but lately the weather's been good and uh started getting back into uh two wheels and got myself ready for the first oma this weekend and and headed that way so here we are Awesome. Um, so about the OMA this weekend, how was it? How was the new format? Talk to us a little bit about that and how different it was from previous OMA races. I think the new the new format was pretty fun. Um, it was something different. You know, all off-road races pretty much except for J-Days are, you know, you start, you ride for two hours or three hours and, and uh, you know, there's, there's pacing going on, there's pit stops, all that kind of stuff. But 
with this new format, you know, once the once the flag goes, we uh, you know, we are wide open for 45 minutes, just like motocross, but uh, it's through the trees and everything. And you know, it, it actually kept the racing a lot tighter than than uh, you know years previous. And uh, I think it was good for the spectators, and it was good for us. You know, we had a blast racing with each other, and knowing that it was a short race, you know, we we didn't hold anything back. Right. Um, one of my questions is, I we both raced the Omaze, Cooper and I, um, and they're known for how technical they are. And uh, Bill Gussie, you know, that's his thing. He's good at it. Um, is it still that technical in its 45 minutes of that? Or did was it a little bit more open like a J-Day? How was the terrain? Um, well, this, this, this race was actually a little bit more open than normal OMAs, just with the terrain he had and the area that he had to work with. But, you know, the, it was still, you know, you had a grass field that was, that was open like six day stuff. And then he put us back into the woods where it was, you know, handlebar tight to fast flowing trees. So he, he threw a little bit, everything at us this weekend. And, uh, you know, it was fun for, I think it was fun for everybody. I didn't hear any complaints. And, you know, I think later on in the year, we're going to get into some tracks that are going to be more tight and technical. And it's gonna, he's going to slow us down a little bit, but you know, with that format, it's still going to be uh, some intense racing. Well, I know, um, you know, used to some of the OMAs, you know, you'd have a, a track that you know one lap could take 45 minutes or so i mean is he shortening the tracks up to where you can run you know more than just one or two laps where you're able to run you know three or four for the 45 minutes or how is that working yeah i think i think uh this year he he will shorten the tracks up a bit just uh just to get the uh spectators a little bit of uh you know some satisfaction and and also you know uh, if he if he had a one lap race, you know it would be it would be not that uh, you know entertaining. So yeah. he's definitely going to have uh, he's definitely going to have some shorter tracks, and you know it, it's going to be more spectator friendly, which is going to bring more people there, and uh, you know keep the racing tight. And uh, I think it's just going to be a good format this year. Yeah, some, some different, some fun. Yeah, definitely. I think it's awesome to see series like like the Omaze changing it up in order to uh, you know get more riders there hopefully and uh, more spectators um how many laps did y'all run this past weekend uh the first moto we did three which came to an exactly 45 minutes and one second i think so the the uh the next moto he uh he just go ahead he went ahead and just uh set it at a four lap race um he knew it was going to get a little faster and i think we did do it a little faster the next race so we knew exactly how many laps we were going to do so um I don't, I don't know exactly the time that we finished, but, you know, it, it was good to, uh, to, to know the laps and, uh, you know, the spectators knew that and everybody that was racing. So they knew exactly when to go and when they, when they could wait and all that stuff. So it was, uh, it was pretty exciting. And, uh, the racing was close, like I said, and couldn't ask, ask for a better track and more fun. Awesome. Um, so start wise, was it live engine starts, dead engine starts, no, it was dead engine dead start. Just still. A, like a yeah, just like a typical OMA, and uh, you know, just uh, just race the first fo- just race the first race, and it was kind of funny because you're done and you kind of went back to your truck and kind of sat there wondering what you're going to do, and <laughs> you know, you basically just got some some fluids in you and looked over the bike, make sure everything was good, and uh, you know, they they announced over the loudspeaker, hey, we got 15 minutes before the next race, and. You know, you just suited up and went back out there and did it all over again. <laughs> That's crazy. It seems like as soon as you get a break, then you're back at it again for another 45 minutes. 
I know it's yeah, exactly. you, know, you know first race of the season, and you know J Day's been doing this for a few years now. But do you think this would be something that you know that Omay would continue to do, and even possible GNCC would try this format out? Um, I don't know. I, I you know it's something that OMA is looking into to see see how it works and see how everybody likes it uh, before they continue it. Um, as far as GNCCs, I don't think they'll ever change their format. You know, that's that's kind of like their forte is mm-hmm. three hour grueling beat up track and you know um uh, you know the strongest strongest survive you know and and OMA is not all about that you know they're they're more track oriented and uh you know putting on putting on a good track for the riders and not you know uh not so much that that long three hour race you know it's they're uh just trying to go more for for the riders and spectators, and I think, uh, you know, if it works out, we might see it in the future for sure. Awesome. So tell us a little bit um, about your race. You had awesome results going 3-3, if I'm correct, for third overall. Um, You said the racing was really close, really tight. I think I read that you led most of the first moto, so just kind of walk us through um, how both motos went and, uh, yeah. Yeah, the start actually went good. I was second on the start and moved in the lead pretty quick, and, uh, you know, we weren't we weren't allowed to walk or pre-ride the track, so everything was kind of new, and we were you know just kind of feeling each other out. and And I would and I would miss a turn, and you know, Stu Baylor would go in the lead, and he would miss a turn, and Adam Benue would go in the lead. So it was kind of cat and mouse the first lap. And I think uh, by lap two, I got in the lead, and we kind of figured the track out by then. And you know, I just kind of tried to hold a good pace and hold those guys off. And you know, I was doing a good job. I wasn't real sure how many laps we were going to do, and um, uh coming into the third lap which was the final lap we were starting to run into lappers at that point and just one little corner where we had to go through a gate i hit a breaking bump and kind of put myself up on the front wheel and missed a corner and those guys snuck by me and you know that that's all it took with those you know how close we were and how close we were to the finish you know so that kind of bummed me out i was more mad at myself than anything and just knowing that i was that close to a win you know but uh you know that we had one more moto and it was still you know, with a three three rider battle like that, you know, it, it was anybody's race. So, went into the second moto just hoping that I would uh, could kind of duplicate duplicate what I was doing, and uh, and uh, unfortunately, I got a kind of a so so start, and those guys were in front of me, and I and I reeled them in, and I was uh, pretty close to them, so I figured it was going to come down to you know the last couple laps, and uh, kind of messed up and blew a corner and hit a tree head on, <laughs> and. Uh, and that was, you know, that was it. You know, just one little mistake like that. Those guys got away, and I just couldn't reel them in, and I uh, just had to kind of settle in for third. So, but you know, Stu and Adam were both riding awesome, and uh, it was just one of those races who made the mistakes, and unfortunately, I was the one that made them, and those guys got away. But you know, it's a long season, and I want to be on the podium every race, and you know, that's what it's going to take to uh, try to get another championship. So. You know, I was happy to come away with a third. You know, I was I knew that I made mistakes on my own. So that's just something I got to work on and uh, hopefully uh, come out with a W the next race. Awesome. Yeah, it seems those shorter races that the mistakes, uh, they're a lot bigger deal when you only have 45 minutes than uh, three hours. So um, that, that kind of answers yeah. one of my next questions on if we're going to see you at all the OMAs. Um, you're going to run the whole series? Yes, for sure. You know, I'm, uh, that's that's the plan this year. That's what I'm going to do. And as long as I can stay healthy, and uh, I'll be at them. And uh, hopefully we can uh, add another championship to it. So we'll see. Awesome. Are you going to be uh, able to stay out east in between races? Are you going to be traveling back to Idaho after all of them? 
Uh, no, I'll be traveling back and forth. You know, the, with having the races on Saturday, I'm able to fly back towards the end of the week and uh, and do the race and then get back on uh, get back home on the weekend. But the next race, actually, I have a race uh, in Illinois, the OMA, on Saturday, and I fly out Saturday night and do a race in Idaho on Sunday. So, <laughs> you know, some things are going to be kind of tight, but, mm-hmm. you know, the, the way the schedule is, we should all be able to do it all and, and uh, have some fun this year. Awesome. How's been living out in Idaho? How's the riding? And you riding with like different guys and you rode with on the East Coast and stuff. How's that been? Yeah, for sure. It's it's completely different. You know, there's a lot of desert here and uh, something completely different than Ohio. But I've actually been riding uh, about an hour north of Boise in the trees. And it's just awesome. It's just it's just hard, hard for me to find the good spots and all the little secret trails and all that stuff. But we're figuring it out and riding with uh, some good, good group of guys here. So I'm having a ball out here and, uh, you know, I can't, uh, I wouldn't change it for anything. Awesome. Um, do you think we'll see you at any GNCCs this year? Or are you going to stick to West coast and OMAs? No, I would love to get to a GNCC. You know, that's where I, that's where I, you know, started and, you know, I have a ton of friends there and, and, uh, yeah, for sure. I'll be at a GNCC, whether I'm racing the pro <laughs> class or racing the racing the morning class or just there spectating and cheering friends on. Uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, maybe snowshoe. I'll get to there. I got to that last year and had a ball. So maybe uh, maybe snowshoe. Yeah, it's like you got to at least get to one. We know how yeah. that feels. Like even if I'm not riding, I want to get to one. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Um, Cooper, you got anything? No, I think you answered all of our questions. You know, I'm glad to see you back out racing, Jimmy. And just, uh, you know, I always enjoyed racing with you and learning from you and watching you. And it's cool to see you back out there battling with the young guys again. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. I'm I'm having fun still. And, you know, a few years ago, I thought I was done. And, you know, I kind of sat back for a few weeks and said, man, I'm not done. I'm, I'm ready to go <laughs> racing again. So, you know, I, you know, I got a hold of all my old sponsors and, you know, they were, they were uh, pretty loyal and, and uh you know we built i built this little race team of my own and and uh here we are having fun and racing so that's awesome um so you're on the jj racing ktm um are there you have any other guys on your team that you've you've constructed or just you uh actually just me i I helped the kid out last year and um you know he kind of took a step back from racing but you know this year it's just me on the east coast and then me and my girlfriend on the west coast she actually does all the desert races back here and uh is actually uh the uh, a past national hair and hound champion so we're having a ball doing it as a family and um you know try to get her back to a couple east coast races and throw her in the woods and see how she likes it (laughs) yeah that's awesome that's awesome um well this is a sport to be family oriented that's for sure well uh it's definitely good talking to you, Jimmy. Like Cooper said, it's good to see you out racing again. Good to see you kicking butt again. Um, awesome finish at the OMA, and uh, we'll be watching your results at the rest of them. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, see you later, Jimmy. All right. All right. Bye. All right. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, we raced a couple OMA or a couple years of OMAs, actually, and uh, – Gussie's known for the super technical tracks. Like Cooper used to tell me, like the scariest stories about them with downhills with huge log crossings in it and stuff. So I think it's cool, though, that he's changed up the format a little bit to try to bring more racers, bring more spectators into it. That's a difficult thing to do as a series, and uh, I think Gussie's made a good good decision in that. Yeah, Bill, he always um, he definitely had tough tracks, and I think it you know hurt him with some of the riders, but. 
you know, with changing the format up and the races not being so long, he can still maybe make them tough and, you know, people want to show up and race them because it's something new and different with the 45-minute motos, so. Anybody can do anything for 45 minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> Twice, back-to-back. I don't know. Um, so, like we said, Brian is in Baja. I don't know if anybody's been following along on seat time. Heading down there, um, he sent us a text earlier today saying they were having some issues getting across the border. It was kind of clogged up. Um, some people, he said they were hearing rumors that got turned away for not having tourist visas. Hopefully, he made it through. I haven't talked to him since then. Um, he's not back on his way back. Um, that'd be pretty sad. But he's going to do that, uh, what's that called? The um, uh, Rip to Cabo race. Um, what, how many days is it? Seven? Seven days? Um, so, yeah, he's going to be sore and probably crying next time he's back on. But hopefully he does really well. <laughs> has fun um and his bike makes it the whole way but um so we're gonna talk a little bit about um fly racing first of all we're super pumped that they're helping out the show huge sponsor of ours um really glad to have them on board fly just released their 2015 and a half spring racewear and uh, we're super pumped about it um they have the best products and you can check all out all their products at flyracing.com uh, make sure you go to your local dealer though to pick up that new gear Texas summer heat it's hot you need something to gear for sure probably everywhere else in the country too but um we just want to say thanks to fly and also thanks to fly we're bringing back the fly racing pintful of awesome award so um we posted on instagram a little bit before the show but you have a chance to win a pant jersey set of the new kinetic mesh gear um and what you've got to do is you've got to post a new pic or a new post to instagram between now and sunday at midnight and hashtag pipeful of awesome showing how awesome your weekend weekday i don't know school day whatever is going or how unawesome it's going i guess i don't know and uh, we're gonna judge we're gonna pick one and we will announce live next tuesday night on the show who the winner is so yeah i suggest you get on there cooper already said he's gonna post a selfie on the show and he's gonna win the gear but i don't think that's yeah, very fair you know pineful of awesome in you know the seat time room. <laughs> in the like seat it's time. a guaranteed win right there yeah i don't know if that's a guaranteed I think win. we might be disqualified <laughs> we're disqualified i've been hearing yeah. dang it that's a bummer i was gonna have a pretty cool post but uh, also, we want to thank Stillwell Performance. Alan at Stillwell Performance, super knowledgeable about getting your bike set up. Um, super awesome dude. Go online to stillwellperformance.com and you can fill out their rider survey and uh, chat with Alan about what you want done. From there, he will uh, get you hooked up. It's pretty awesome. And then um, Kinda Tires, uh, kindatires.com. You can go and uh, get your. I was, I was about to say something weird. No. You can go and get your tires for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we've ran Kinda Tires for years. We love them. You know, check them out. They've got a lot of, you know, good tires for all your terrain needs. Terrain needs. <laughs> but uh, just support those that support the sport. Our sponsors support the sport, so we got to su- support yeah, them. Always remember to check out your local dealers, you know, help those guys out. So, Cooper, what have you been up to the past couple years you said you've been doing a whole lot of nothing but that's not true what have you been up to well we uh i mean you know what i've been doing we live together but (laughs) you know i've been working full-time you know going to school full-time and this uh you know we got kind of back into racing for a little bit but just uh 
you know. Kind of back into racing. We raced like two races. We raced two races. It was, <laughs> we were like, I don't know, this is a lot, you know. <laughs> but, now we raced, you know, every now and then we hit up some cool, we've done a couple Enduros, you know, within the past six months and had a really good time at them, so... You know, we're, we've turned into fair weather racers now, so with those guys, are, you know, we're always griping about the rain now. It's like, ah, oh, I can't race in this, buddy. I don't want <laughs> yeah, to tear my bike up, but, you know, we're just enjoying life, you know. We love racing, but we also love doing other things, too. Yeah. Yeah. But. But we really love racing. We do. <laughs> we're actually talking about on the way, way over that, I said, uh, I really miss racing. Cooper's like, yeah, I do, too, but, you know, we got to do this and that. It's, one of us is always level-headed. When the other's not, but, um, yeah, so check out Seat Time on Instagram. Make sure you follow Brian's adventure in Baja. Um, I'm sure it's going to be epic. Sure. He's going to post lots of videos, lots of mustache selfies, you know, typical, typical stuff. Um, what y'all got going on next? What do we have going on next? Me and Cooper? We, uh, um, what? Well, I mean, we were supposed to do the National Enduro that got canceled. Um, oh, we're going to Colorado in the summer. Yeah, we are doing that. It's um, that'll sweet. be awesome. We're gonna do some like nine days of riding in the in the mountains, Jordan crying. Yeah, we used to go every year. You know, I went for like seven years in a row, but we took a break. You know, I think it's been four years since I've been, so I'm really looking forward to it. You know, I know Jordan is too. She went with us the, I guess, last two or three times we went and. Made her cry every day, but, you know, she became a better rider because of it. But we're really looking forward to that. You know, it'll be 110 degrees in Texas, but we'll be in Colorado just chilling in the 60-degree weather. We're looking forward to it. Um, I did want to talk about the uh, the tech, the Tissus Array that was this past weekend. Um, it was in uh, Thackerville, Texas. It was supposed to be an awesome Primo weekend, I would say, and then they got serious downpour on sunday and it turned into what looked like an epic epic mud race um but i heard a rumor about your dad which a lot of people here us talk about brian talk about sometimes scott bailey he raced the race the open a class right he did yeah open a and he won right racing my old bike racing cooper's old bike keeping that 450 going strong what's it like having a dad that's that fast and uh, how that affect your racing as you were moving on up through the ranks um it was awesome you know he pretty much taught me everything that i know on a dirt bike uh it was fun just as growing up you know you know racing the c amateur class c class b class and just always following my dad try, you know just trying to keep up with him and then you know i was finally able to you know pass him and get ahead of him and yeah, he wasn't real thrilled about it at first, but you know, he was pumped to see me moving up. But it's always been, you know, nice to be able to go talk to somebody, you know, family this that, hey, you know, I need help with this, you know, what am I doing wrong? And someone to be able to show me. It's been it's been a real blessing. How do you feel when he beat you though? <laughs> well not that long ago I feel like, you know, uh, we had a mud race at Bells and he passed me. I was on a borrowed bike this really wasn't supposed to race i was hurt but i'm like oh it's muddy i love it i'll go out there anyways and i was like dang it beat by my dad he's old <laughs> <laughs> but no i really like watching him you know go out there and beat these young kids and even though i know he's old and got a lot of hurt stuff on him but it's cool to see him out there kicking butt still 
Yeah, I'm sure the young guys don't think it's that cool. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, do you have anything else going on? Um, Steven, you have anything else going on at the Baja? Have you talked to Brian since I got through the border? They all doing uh, good? His dad just texted me like five minutes ago. Say they're still like two hours behind because of all that mess at the border. Oh, nice. So they're running two hours behind due to the wonderful mess at the border. At least that sounds like they made it through the border. Yeah. They didn't get sent back. They made it through the border. Uh, On on their way. On the road. road. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, make sure you guys um, stay up to date with everything that Brian's got going on. Um, If you haven't checked out his video from the last Baja race, that is on the site, seattime.co good awesome video of the last Baja race but um yeah so this is kind of a short show my first run at the uh hosting seat um a little nerve-wracking but uh doing the best we can um we we're hoping we'd get to have Brian call in and check in on us um that would have been really cool but like we said he's like two hours behind from where they're supposed to be and could not make it to any type of wi-fi which um you know, I don't think there's many Starbucks running around over there like our typical guests come calling in from. So uh, no luck with that. But uh, maybe next time I'll be hosting and he'll get a call in and see how it's going down. Um, but once again, we just want to thank our sponsors, Fly Racing, Stillwell Performance, Kinda Tires. We couldn't do it without them. Um, we couldn't do it without the viewers. Thank you all for always watching. And yeah, let's see your hashtag pintful of awesome adventures and get you some gear. Be awesome. That's all you got to do. Post cool pictures. Or videos. Or videos. With hashtag pintful of awesome, hashtag seat time, hashtag awesome, hashtag pintful of awesome. Pintful of awesome. Alrighty, guys. Well, I'm pretty much out of anything to talk about. So thanks again. We'll see you next Tuesday live, 8 p.m., seattime.co, where you can catch us on Stitcher and iTunes. If you just want the audio version of us. And uh, yeah. Peace. Peace.